This podcast is brought to you by Payset, a culture catalyst. We are the set of shared attitudes, values, goals, and practices that categorizes prosperity for all people. Our mission is to empower individuals to engage unity. Talking about uh, delegating and managing and multiplying resources. So my intent for tonight is to change the way um, you see resources, right? Change the way uh, you see uh, the functionalities of money and uh, time and all these different things. So what do I mean when I'm talking about resources, right? I'm talking about intellectual property. I'm talking about your time. I'm talking about your creativity. I'm talking about your money. And then I'm also talking about tools. So I'm going to say it again, intellectual property, your time, your creativity, your money, right? And also tools, right? So intellectual property, people, is simple. It is your thoughts. It is the way you perceive things. It is the way you process information, right? When we're dealing with time, we're dealing with what do you devote the most time to, right? In what areas uh, of life can you minimize your time or what areas of your life can you maximize time, right? So when we're dealing with money, we have to come to the understanding of what money is, right? When we're dealing with money, we have to understand how money operates. Now, when we're talking about tools, we have to ask ourselves the question, how can tools provide protection for your life? So we're dealing with intellectual property. We're dealing with time. We're dealing with creativity. We're dealing with money. And we're also dealing with tools, right? So I want to provide some foundational elements to this, right? Or some laws, I would say. So to intellectual property, time, creativity, and also money and tools, right? First, intellectual property. A foundation is what you think about on a consistent basis becomes your reality. I'm pretty sure everyone heard that before, right? Second thing dealing with time is what I devote the most time to will be the most effective force in my life, right? We all heard of Netflix, the production that produces chill, right? So we get Netflix and chill out of that. Uh, we, we, we get emotional eating out of the inability to control our emotions. So we find ourselves consuming time doing that, right? How about the phrase, oh, I'll do it tomorrow, or tomorrow just came and went. And before you know it, time has lapsed so much that you lost track of time. How about scrolling through uh, social media? So this is what I believe, and this is what is very true, and this is the reality of it. If you do not function in your creativity, if you do not function uh, in your innovation or use your imagination, your mind and also your emotions will replay your past experiences, right? I'm going to say that again for you to make it more clear. Nafis, thank you for joining us, brother. If you do not function in your creativity, if you do not function in innovation, then your past experiences, right? will replay in your mind, also replay in your emotions. How many heard the phrase patterns dictate behaviors? So when it comes to money, a foundational element or a law we can possibly use is this. Money has no emotion. It is strictly an, it's a strictly uh, an instrument. 
right? So a raise on your job shouldn't dictate your happiness. Losing money of any kind should not dictate if you're upset or dissatisfied with where you are. So money is just an instrument. It's just a tool. So we get into tools. I believe this, and this is a very, uh, it's a foundational element. A pen is a tool. A notebook is a tool, right? So tools are for doing, right? They're, they are for producing something. Tools are not meant to sit idle, right? So let me give you the illustration. If I have these pliers right here, it's a tool, right? And let's say I have $10,000, right? Which one is more valuable? The tool is more valuable than the 10,000. Why? Because the 10,000 over time will lose value, right? These pair of pliers right here can be used consistently over and over and over again to, to produce something, right? Now, the 10,000 can also be used for something to, to uh, produce something. However, it has a, a limited time frame on it on which it'll run out. Now, let me give you a very basic principle that is very concrete to everything. Out of this 10,000, God says he wants 10%, right? 90% belongs to you. So if I look at money as a tool, I will willingly release the 10%, which is only $1,000 out of the 10,000. So you're left with $9,000. The 10% is for the empowerment of God's people, right? The 90% is for you, but it is not for you to sit idle. It is for you to be effective. So the 90% is for the effectiveness of who you are, right? So now you have the 10,000. You use the 1,000 for the empowerment of God's people. You have 90,000. How would you take that 9,000 and utilize it in this, in, in this entirety to produce some sort of effectiveness, right? So what you can do is this. Let me just give you an example. You have 9,000 left over. Let's say, no, let's say 2,000. You take 2,000 of that. You put it up for a, a rainy day, right? Now you have $7,000 that you have to produce something or you have to produce multiple things or just overall, you just have to be effective in your pursuits of whatever it is that you're pursuing. So let's break it down from these four realms and these different perspectives, right? So let's talk about an employee mindset. Let's talk about self-employment mindset. Let's talk about a business owner mindset and an investor mindset. First and foremost, we all have been here. We've been employees at some point of our lives or some people are still are. I don't know. But an employee mindset is this. You have tasks that you must complete. You have a certain amount of time to get done these tasks. And that's just what it is, right? The risk and the responsibility is not upon your shoulders for the workplace, for the job that you're working at, right? Then you have self-employment mindset or realm, let's say. Self-employment is you take on the risk, you take on the responsibility, 
and the reward basically comes back to you, right? If we look at a business owner, business owner mindset is, yes, you take on the risk. You take on the responsibility. You have to produce something. Why? Because you would now have people that are relying on you in this particular realm. So you see how these realms start to elevate and start to change. So now you get into the investor. And the investor mindset has a clear objective. What's the ROI? Return on investment. However, the investor has to be good at managing people. Though money is at stake, though they have to put up some capital, insert it into something that gives them an ROI, but the most important part here is people, right? And when the investor can manage people effectively, then you can produce something after his own kind and you will see the fruit of your labor, right? So now in these four realms or these four mindsets, there are different levels of skill. There are different levels of intention. There are different levels of, of thought process. There are different levels of how they manage their time. There's different levels on their creativity and innovation. There are different levels on how they view money. There's different levels on, on how they view tools and how tools can be utilized. Okay. Now <clears throat> I want to touch on the framework of this and it comes from the scriptures and it's found in Ecclesiastes, uh, chapter 11, uh, verse one through six, and I'm going to walk through it slowly. And in this particular chapter, it's talking about investing in many ventures, right? It's talking about investing in many ventures. So we have verse, verse one, it says, ship your grain across the sea. After many days, you may receive a return. Ship, transfer, locate, relocate your resource. And here we're talking about grain to a different location across the sea. After time, many days, you may receive a return, right? Verse two says, invest in seven ventures. Yes, in eight. It's reinsurance to go to, to, the, to, the, to the next level. You do not know what disaster may come upon your land, right? We do not know what tomorrow may hold. We do not know what next week may hold. But we do know this, that verse one told us, ship your grain across the sea. After many days, you may receive a return, right? Verse two says, invest in seven ventures. So let's go back to what I was talking about. If you have the 10,000 and then 10% belongs to God, boom, that's $1,000. You got 9,000 left. Let's take 2,000. Let's put 2,000 up. Now you have 7,000, right? How can 7,000 be effective? How can 7,000 protect, safeguard, or produce everything that is needed for you to sustain yourself in life, right? So invest in seven ventures. Yes, in eight, verse two. Do not, you do not know what disaster may come upon your land. You do not know what disaster may come upon your environment. You do not know what next month holds. You do not know what next six months hold. But you are in what? In a phase of preparation. Verse three. If clouds are full of water, they pour rain on the earth. Rather, a tree falls to the south or to the north. In the place where it falls, there it will be. Verse 3 is talking about idleness. If we are not looking at this, from the, we are not looking at resources 
right, from the perspective of intellectual property, not from the perspective of time, money, tools, and creativity, you're idle. And if you're idle, what happens? Your mind starts to replay on the things that has taken place, past experiences in your life, right? Hey, Tiff, Tiff, Katie, what's going on? So verse four, whoever watches the wind will not plan. Still with the, with the theme of idleness. We're watching, we're not participating. We're watching, we're not inserting ourselves. We're watching, we're not developing anything. We're watching, we're not planning anything. So whoever looks at the clouds will not reap. Let's read that verse four again. Whoever watches the wind will not plant. Whoever looks at the clouds will not reap. Verse five, as you do not know the path of the wind or how the body is formed in a mother's womb, so you cannot understand the work of God, the maker of all things, right? Goes back to the, to the understanding that we do not know what tomorrow holds. We do not know what next month holds. But if we are in a constant state of preparation, we are in a constant state of developing something, we are in a constant state of using our resources. What are our resources? Our intellectual property, our tools, our money, our creativity, and our time. If we are not properly utilizing those five things, we'll watch the wind. We'll look at the clouds. We'll sit and ponder on other things or scrolling on social media and Netflix and chill and all these different things. Six, sow your seed in the morning and that evening, let your hands not be what people idle for you do not know which will succeed rather this or that, or rather both will do equally well. Now let's go back to the top part of six. Sow your seed in the morning and that evening, let your hands not be idle. Now, this goes back to the first realm of um, resource when we're talking about the employee mindset. I'm sorry, the mindsets. I'm sorry. Employee mindset. You can work your day job. Cool. Nine to five, get off five, get off at six. Some people work three to 11, things of that nature. But at the second half of whatever it is that you came back from, whatever job that is, you have to now go and start in a process of developing something, right? That will outlast or be equally as successful as your day job, right? So that's what the verse is alluding to. So your seat in the morning, right? Go spend the time at your job. But at evening, let your hands not be idle for you do not know which will succeed. The job may catapult you or elevate you to another level or promote you. The, the whatever you're creating with the resources that you have may do equally well or greater, right? And hold on to both. Don't just start one, leave the other, right? So in the realm of the employee mindset, in the realm of the self-employment mindset, the business owner mindset, or the investor, I'm going to go over it again. The employee mindset has no risk, has no responsibility. You come, you do your task, you do your time, you go home. Cool. Some people can function in that properly. I understand it. Second realm or the second mindset, talking about self-employment, you take on the risk. You take on the responsibility, right? You receive the reward. It's all about what you can produce, right? The business owner takes it a step further. You have the risk, you have the responsibility, but you're also now managing people, right? 
Now we get to the investor. Like I said, the number one objective as an investor is ROI, return on investment. However, the greatest asset or the skill that you may need and have to possess is the ability to delegate, is the ability to manage people, right? There's no great investor walking this earth's surface that cannot manage people, right? So we talked about also money and the tool. We compared the two. We talked about having this 10,000 and then also having these pair of pliers. Which one is more valuable? The pair of pliers is more valuable. Why? Because it can continue to work. Eventually, the 10,000 runs out. Eventually, it stops. It comes to an end. It runs its course. But the tool, it remains. And it can continue to produce. It can continue to do a job. It can continue to, to start a job, to be an intricate part in a job. Now, we talked about having the money. Talked about having that resource. That 10,000, let's use the 10,000 for an example. 1,000 does not belong to you. It belongs to God, right? So that's 10% of it. 90% belongs to you. But 90% is not for it or, or for you to be idle with, right? It is for you to be effective. That's the main point that we're trying to draw out of this tonight is we have to be effective with the resources that we have, right? If I have a notebook, if I have a, a pen and a pad, I can be more effective with that rather than having money. I can be more effective in having these pair of pliers. I can be more effective in having a, a thought that if I partner with someone else and they have the, the like-minded thought or the same thought, we can multiply the thoughts so and we can create something that we can be sustainable, right? For both our futures and people that are connected to us, right? So we talked about and we touched on time. What do we devote the most time to? Is it Netflix and chill? Is it social media scrolling? Is it emotional uh, distress, emotional eating, emotional venting, emotional, whatever it is? Is it idleness? Oh, I do it tomorrow. Tomorrow comes and tomorrow goes. What are we doing, right? If we're not using our creativity, if we're not using our innovation, we are replaying past experiences over and over and over again. And then our patterns predicts our behaviors. So I want you to remember that money has no emotion, right? It's strictly an instrument. No amount of money should make you happy. No amount of money should make you sad. No amount of money should dictate your behavior, should dictate your emotions, should dictate your mindset. None of that, right? And remember that tools are for doing something. It is for producing something on a consistent basis. It's not for to sit idle at any time or any stretch of the imagination at all. So again, what are the resources? Resources is intellectual property. It is your time. It is your creativity. It is your money. And also it is tools that you have at your disposal. So <clears throat> that's what I wanted to touch on tonight, talking and dealing with delegating and uh, managing and multiplying resources. Um, like I always said, um, I don't want to get on here each night, I mean Wednesday nights, I'm sorry, and um, make it into something long and drawing out. I want to get straight to the point. I want to run down uh, some principles and for us to utilize these principles in our lives to be productive, right? 
and be effective in what it is that we do. So to the, the scripture tonight came from Ecclesiastes uh, chapter 11, uh, verse 1 through 6, dealing with investing, right, in many ventures, investing in, di in, di in diverse products or diverse goods or diverse services, use what we have at our disposal. I heard something some time ago um, that kind of stuck with me. And, and, this is, and this is what I stand on. If something was to go wrong in my life, right? I have a stove, right? My wife knows how to cook. She's an excellent cook. And we'll sell food. Why? Because that stove is a resource, right? So there's always a way to make money. We have people saying they can't find jobs. We have people saying there's no work out here. We have people know it's, it's this, this things that you're not willing to do that you're capable of doing. You have the ability to do but you don't have the ability to see and look at it and perceive it as resource. We only perceive money as resource. And as we know, this money, it fades away and it goes away. What you do with the money makes it sustainable. What you do with the money makes it multiply. So we take our intellectual property, which is our thought and how we process all these things. Jazz and a little baking soda. <laughs> I'm glad you're joking. Um, <clears throat> you take our intellectual property, right? The things that we can think of, the things that we can perceive, the things that we can process. We use our time effectively. We use our creativity. Uh, we use the money that we do have. We use the small amounts or the big amounts, whatever it is. And we, we, we put it forth into something that can multiply and produce after its own kind. That's principle. That's principle, right? If I go and I go buy a shirt, there's no ROI on that. How is that sustaining me if I can wear the shirt and it looks nice? It's not sustaining me. It's temporal. It's temporary, right? It's going to last for a moment. That feeling is going to last for a moment. And we have allowed money to dictate how we feel. We have allowed money to dictate what it is that we do, what it is that we pursue when we have all the resources in front of us on a consistent basis. So tonight, I wanted you to just change the way that you see resource, change the way that you perceive resources, change the way you perceive tools. Again, I value these pair of pliers more than I value this 10,000. I put that on everything. If I have a glimpse of something or I have a small bit of something that I can produce into something, I'd rather take my chances with that rather than relying on a dollar bill or the validation of a man or a woman or uh, a validation from any institution that can give me in this society. And I understand we do live in a capitalistic society and there are some channels and some protocols that we have to process through in order to get to the different levels and do different things. However, we can take the smallest things and create something that is able to sustain. Therefore, we are multiplying resources, right? Money is not the ultimate resource. It is just a tool. It is just an instrument to get you to point A to point B. Do we understand that? So remember, the laws, right? Real basic foundations. Money has no emotion. It's strictly an instrument. Tools are for doing, producing something, right? Talking about what you devote the most time to is the most effective force in your, in your life. And also dealing with intellectual property. What you think on becomes your reality. So again, I don't want to hold you guys. I want to thank you for tapping in. <clears throat> share the link. Share. Uh, Pace, Pace Live. 
Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Um, I look forward to the next one. Um, and I always, ahead of time, post the topic to let people know what we're touching on on a particular evening, on evening that we meet. So again, thank you. Love you guys. Signing out. See you guys next time. I want to thank you for stopping by today and listening to this episode. Uh, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Uh, make sure you continually to uh, stream it and also share it with everyone that you know. And I want you to remember this. Create momentum, then dictate tempo.